Hey guys, it's Olivia, the host of For You From Eve. I'm so excited you decided to click on to this episode. This podcast was created to becoming a better version of our yesterday selves through the power of meditating, manifesting, and motivation. I upload episodes every single Monday, and I'm so excited to have you here. So let's go ahead and enjoy this week's episode. Hi, I'm Josephine. I'm a PA student. I'm currently studying medicine. Um, I graduated from Montclair State with a biology degree and I'm continuing my studies to get my master's degree. Uh, Thank you for inviting me on this podcast. I'm really Mm -hmm. excited to talk to you, you know, about skincare, about skin concerns like acne, rosacea and all that. And hopefully I'll be able to help you out and help everybody who's uh, listening to us. Yeah, I'm definitely very vocal on my social media. As my followers know, I'm very vocal about my acne issues, uh, my rosacea and everything. So I've been getting a lot of questions recently on how I deal with low confidence and insecurities when it comes to acne. So that was kind of what my last episode was about. And a lot of people were like, have someone on to talk about skincare and how they cleared their skin and what they know, what products I should be using and all these things. So that's why I wanted to reach out to you because I know you just opened a skincare page. So why don't you give a little background on how you got into skincare and your journey when it comes with acne or anything like that? So yeah, I unfortunately struggled with acne for ages too. Like I don't remember the last time, like the beginning of my acne journey, let's call it. It was Mm -hmm. probably... During the first semester of college, um, I believe it was stress that triggered it, but, um, you know, it just kept getting worse. So at first I was having more of like bumpy texture on the forehead. I'm not sure if yours started that way too, but I know a lot of people, it starts with, um, their acne starts on their forehead. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have like, you know, bumpy texture, like small pimples, let's call them, but, you know, not too significant. And then you know, by time, I guess I was also like in the middle of my puberty and it was just hitting and all the hormonals and all the issues were coming along and, you know, my acne just kept getting worse and worse and, you know, to the point where I had cystic acne all over my face. Like literally I reached to a point where it was really, really bad. I seeked help, you know, I went to a dermatologist, I went to many dermatologists, and um, nothing was helping out, you know, at first, they, their first line of treatment for anybody, you know, with acne, unless pregnant, obviously, uh, would be their tretinoin cream, like that's the retinoids, and that, you know, that kind of worked on me in the beginning when my acne was less severe, like when I was just having like the texture. But then for my cystic acne, it's like nothing was working, not the retinoids that they prescribed. Then they started um, giving me like oral antibiotics, like doxycycline, for example. Um, you know, you take spirolactone? Yeah. So I also tried that too. I took spironolactone uh, and... Mm-hmm. Um, So at first I was like a little bit like I was hesitating to take it. Even like my parents didn't want me to take it just because it mainly treats hypertension, like high blood pressure. Yeah. And, you know, they were worried. They were scared. Like if anything happens, if I have any side effects or all that. But um, at the end, like I really reached a point where I was just hopeless and helpless. Like I... 
I didn't know what else to do rather than just literally try everything that's being offered to me. So mm-hmm. I tried that. It didn't work with me. It didn't work. I didn't like it. Um, and the mechanism of that medicine, we're going to science a little bit right now, is that it decreases the androgens. So mm-hmm. what, because the acne, what causes the acne is increased androgens, therefore increased sebum. So when this medication decreases your androgen levels, um, that decreases the sebum, like the extra sebum secretion, which leads to acne. So, um, you know, that didn't help out. I tried it for like a few months, like it was four or five months. And I, I just needed something like to be, you know, to fix the issues, basically. Yeah, because I like you said, I was I had low self-esteem because of my acne. Like usually mm-hmm. I'm like an outspoken person or you could say like a social person. I'm not, you know, I don't have a problem with meeting new people. Um, but it was just that that part, like I just reached like a really bad mental state. I, I was like, I would always say, I wish I can just hide my face and mm-hmm. literally not go out. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand that. I started having acne my freshman year of high school. So, like, it was, I never had forehead acne. It's only on my cheeks, all over my cheeks. And I also started getting rosacea around like junior, senior year of high school. So, it was always kind of like smaller pimples all over my cheeks. And then I had rosacea. And now it's like acne scarring, rosacea, like all these small hormonal pimples. So, it's just like, getting worse and it's so aggravating because just like you it's brings your self-esteem down so much especially when people around you don't have it and you're like oh my gosh like this is supposed to be a normal thing but yeah I'm the only one that I see that has it and you think that like everyone's staring at it and it's the only thing people see so I totally understand what you mean when you say you had low self-esteem I think it's definitely a sensitive topic for people I've had it for six years so I completely understand that um Mm -hmm. I actually tried I don't know how to spirolact I don't know how to pronounce it spironolactone yeah I tried it like last year I tried birth control birth control didn't help me at all it actually made my acne worse it made me gain weight and it made me very moody and then that pill um they actually just told me to start going on it I just got back from my esthetician and she I'm very scared to go on Accutane so she's like if you don't want to go on Accutane try this out because your pimples are very like small hormonal pimples so I recommend trying this before trying to go on Accutane she gave me like a retinol serum and like all those products so I'm trying like I'm also in the middle of a chemical peel like I feel like I try so many things to like clear it up Mm -hmm. um And I also started, I don't know if you're fasting, but I gave up dairy too for like the fast, but I gave it up like a month in advance too, just to see if it would clear up my skin. Have you ever like tried any like foods or anything to clear up your skin or that didn't really help for you? So yeah, I'm fasting too. Um, You know, I'm doing like the full non-dairy, no meat, no chicken. And Mm. um Personally, uh, I so at first, like before Lent, I tried to cut out cheese and it helped me a lot. And I love cheese. Like, yeah, I would never give it up. Everybody loves it. And, mm-hmm. you know, but I reached a point, I was like, let me just, you know, do like a trial and error and test my body. And, you know, like we got to love our bodies more than we like the taste of food. So I gave it up. I gave up the cheese and it helped a lot with decreasing the like cystic nodular acne, like, you know, those big cystic acne that usually people get them on their jawline and around their chin. 
Mm-hmm. So the cheese, definitely like cutting out the cheese helped me with that a lot. And um, even like right now with the lens, I feel like it kind of helps me. But also I've been working very hard on my skin and with like different skincare products. And I've really been testing out a lot of stuff. So yeah. I'm giving it a lot of like credit to the products more than like the food itself. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I tried to do like a trial and error even before fasting where I gave up dairy for like a few weeks. And I personally never got cystic acne. Like I never, ever have big pimples. I have the smallest pimples, but it's also just because of my rosacea and the texture and the redness that my skin looks like it has so much more acne than it actually does, which is so aggravating. Um, But dairy, I feel like it definitely makes a difference. Just in general, it's not good to have, like, dairy too much. I don't eat meat. Like, I gave up meat a very long time ago. The only meat I eat is chicken. So Mm. I definitely, like, try to clean up my diet. Um, Have you tried, like, chlorophyll water? I know that's a huge thing going on right now. So have you ever tried it? Yeah, I saw that. I actually – that's funny because I looked it up on Amazon to order it. But obviously, it was, like, everybody had it out of stock. But no, I haven't tried it. I was looking to try it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started drinking it like last year. I was drinking it during like the beginning of quarantine and it helped a lot. And I don't know why I just stopped drinking it. I just didn't remain consistent. And then I reordered it. So I've been drinking it. I'm trying to do like a 30 day streak with it to see if it helps. I feel like at the end of the day, it definitely helps what we put in. But I definitely want to talk to you about products because I feel like for me, I never really found products that worked for my skin or I was scared to try out new products. I know people get terrified to try new products on their skin. So I want you to give a little background on how products changed your life, which products changed your life and everything like that. Yeah, of course. So um, at first, like, you know, when I was younger, I, I didn't really have a lot of products. I didn't have serums. I mainly focused on spot treatments and cleansing Um, mind you, I actually used to have an oily skin, like back when I was in high school and, um, like during undergrad, Mm -hmm. I had very oily skin. I never, I hated it. I didn't like it. You know, I didn't like that greasy texture until like now it's like when I'm understanding the benefits or the future benefits of oily skin. Um, so yeah, like even before I, back then I wouldn't even use the moisturizer, which I hate myself for that right now. It's like, (laughs) I can't believe that I didn't use to use the moisturizer. Like, you know, I'm right now, I'm a person who puts on sunscreen daily, even if I'm indoors because I'm sitting in front of a window, like it changed a lot for me. Yeah. So yeah, first, like, you know, um, when things change for me, what, so one advice that I would like to give is if, you know, if anyone out there is not using serums or, you know, maintaining an overall healthy skincare rather than treating their like acne, like individual spots, like just mainly focusing on spot treatments, um, you should definitely like change that routine and not do that because, I would say like it was about two years ago is when I really started like to have like a full blown like skincare routine. And um, basically what I used to do is like I said, I would cleanse. I even did use like a hyaluronic acid like um, at night every here and then. But mainly I really just focused on spot treatments and that worsened my um, post acne hyperpigmentation. Mm-hmm. So basically that gave me like scarring because I would put, uh, let's say like a salicylic acid 2%, then 
just the spot treatment on the pimple itself. And I would just keep putting like literally multiple times a day until I want it to like just vanish away. And that gave me like a redness scar after, you know, after the pimple vanished, I just literally had scars all over my face. Yeah. So that is definitely something I don't recommend doing. Um, Basically, right now, what I do is I did a lot of research on different skincare ingredients on, you know, um, different ingredients for different skin types, because not only is that, you know, acne prone skin can be sensitive also, but you can have, you know, you can have oily skin and be acne prone, or you can have dry skin and be acne prone. And there are different products for those two like categories, I would say. Um, so mainly is I was like to myself, I need to start, you know, using more serums, I need to exfoliate. And um, I started introducing chemical exfoliants into my skincare rather than physical. And um, that was a game changer for me. That was like, literally a total game changer. I've never used a chemical exfoliant before, mm-hmm. until two years ago. And um so my acne worsened during quarantine too. It's weird. It's like I went into so many different phases. Like I would have a year of literally clear skin. And then out of nowhere, I would start breaking out and it wouldn't stop. Yeah. My skin in the summer is like my dream skin. Like it's so right? nice in the summer and like September, October. And then once it gets cold, I get in like seasonal depression and it's the worst mm-hmm. it's ever been. Yeah, same. And I think like a lot of people are experiencing the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely like, um, so at first is what I did is I, I when I was breaking out a lot, I, I had to use salicylic acid. So salicylic acid is perfect for acne prone skin that are normal to oily. Okay, um, if you're breaking out a lot, like that's a really that's a very good acid to, because it penetrates deep into the skin. You know, it's oil soluble. It's a BHA rather than like a glycolic acid is an AHA mm-hmm. and it removes acne. So it, it penetrates deep into your pores to like stop and remove the excess oil that's being produced by your skin cells and to prevent um, acne and to remove the current acne that's on your skin. So salicylic acid I actually used you know I'm just gonna say this none of this is sponsored or paid by (laughs) any way (laughs) like I literally just love these brands yeah Um, so I I used La Roche-Posay salicylic acid uh, medicated treatment like acne for acne Mm -hmm. and basically I bought this kit that has um has a cleanser it comes in a gel form which was really good my sister uses it actually the gel cleanser from that brand yeah does she like it she loves it I love it she's still so young though she's like at the peak she's 14 so she's like just getting into it and I'm like it's so Mm -hmm. temporary like you could tell from looking at her skin that it's just the most temporary hormonal acne but yeah she uses it she loves it yeah, I actually recommended it to um, a 15-year-old girl, too, who's my sister's friend. And, wow. you know, she started getting acne, too. I was like, just go on this. Like, it's really good. And improved her skin within literally, like, three weeks. Wow. Um. So, yeah, that is a really, really good cleanser. Um. It's I believe it's 2% salicylic acid. So mm-hmm. I would use that. And then I use the toner. 
the toner also has salicylic or benzoyl peroxide, like one or the other. Um, and then they also have the their spot treatments. So their spot treatment is the benzoyl peroxide. And so if for anyone who's, you know, using retinoids or any retinal cream, you should never use uh, benzoyl peroxide and retinol at the same time. Okay. It causes like, you know, severe skin irritation and it just doesn't work well together at all. Like um, definitely don't use it. And I learned that lesson like from my own pocket, we could say, mm-hmm. you know, until like I saw it on the internet later on, like how how you should not mix. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like why I had such like a, a bad inflammation irritation where I I put on the spot treatment of the benzoyl peroxide. Yeah. Yeah, so that helped a lot. And then, you know, I I had heard previously, like years ago, like really good things about the Drunk Elephant skincare brand. Have you heard of it? Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. I like love their aesthetic of their products. And I hear very mixed things about it. Oh, really? So yeah, yeah like, um, personally, for me, I tried their vitamin C, I tried their glycolic acid, their um, what's it called I think multi peptide protein or uh, the moisturizer mm-hmm. and um, I tried something else it was the B Hydra is what I tried also so I tried four products from their line I love them all what I what I think the most necessary products from them is or from the list that I just said would mm-hmm. be their vitamin C and their glycolic acid okay like they are so good you know the only down thing about their vitamin c is that it has like a weird smell to it but you know like i didn't mind it because i would mix it with their b hydra like i would put two pumps of vitamin c one pump of b hydra because also the texture of their vitamin c was very like sticky and tacky in a way like and I'm telling you this, I know it sounds like it's not a good product, but the difference <laughs> it literally showed on my skin was crazy in such a short time. Like it literally treated my like redness from the, you know, hyperpigmentation from the uh-huh. acne. And so, yeah, I, before this, like I've never used a vitamin C serum. So I also started incorporating that into my, you know, daily am routine yeah basically because you know it fights off the free radicals so you want to use that to like you know just help produce more collagen and protect your skin from the sunlight Mm -hmm. in addition to using spf um so yeah i like started using vitamin c and i saw a huge difference it helps a lot with redness with hyperpigmentation and then after that i would moisturize i would moisturize my face so i have like multiple different moisturizers and i use each according to how my skin is feeling that day or that like and depends on what phase i'm in because being honest with you like i feel like nobody out there is just constantly dry or constantly oily or constantly normal yeah um you know we all experience like changes in our skin on a daily basis like even when I don't drink much water it literally like affects my skin right away Mm -hmm. so um my favorite favorite moisturizer for acne prone um if you have rosacea if you have like redness it would be the versed it's uh, the Verst brand, the Dew Point Moisturizer. Okay. 
So I need you to send me all of these like links after that. Yeah, I'll I'll send them to you. Yeah, great. I'll put them in the description for anyone else who's listening and and wants to click onto these products. Yeah, so that is like a very good moisturizer. It comes in a gel form, but it's it's a very cooling moisturizer. So Mm. it has uh, green tea in it, and it also has aloe vera. So it's very soothing on the skin. Um, I like, I can't wait for the summer to come to use this moisturizer more than I do now, because right now it's like, I'm using a little more heavier products and more moisturizing products just because my skin is a little dehydrated. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was like, you know, perfect for rosacea, for acne prone. Um, and I've also recommended it to others. They got it and they love it. So, and also I like the Dr. Jar um, Sika Pair, their tiger grass color correcting treatment mm-hmm. that has SPF in it. So, so that like when it first came out, people were just having mixed opinions about it. I was having a mixed opinion too, because I got, you know, I got a small sample of it from Sephora and they sent it to me. I tried it. I had like some, you know like off feeling about it because I would apply it but I felt like it made me it made my tone look ashy in a way you know Mm -hmm. it like left like a cast but not even a white cast because it's green so it like turns into like a different color yeah but like I I gave it like I gave it another try and I there's like a video online where like this girl shows how to how to apply it in the right way and I tried that basically like you just take a dab of it and you warm it up like on your fingers and then you just lather on your face after you warm it up and you just like tap on on your face on your skin and that's how you apply that product and it made a huge difference so if you have like if you experience redness I really find the like green color correcting helps a lot Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so from my skincare, that's what I also love the first aid beauty moisturizer. They have multiple moisturizers. I literally love everything they have, (laughs) especially like they're very good for, you know, sensitive skins. They're fragrance free. So that's always a plus in all skincare. Yeah. Um, you know, you should try, like you said, you have rosacea, so you should try avoiding, you know, uh, skincare with fragrance in it, just because it may lead to like atopic dermatitis, basically, you know, you'll maybe some point at some point on maybe maybe not you'll have like, irritation due to fragrance. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are like they have their um, they have like their intense hydration ultra repair the first aid beauty that's what I'm currently using because I'm super dehydrated and I love it like it is so good I have bad allergies too so like me too oh my gosh especially this past like week I wake up and I'm so congested and puffy and everything right I I feel like it's worse when you wake up and Mm -hmm. you know the other day like I yelled at my sister like why'd you open the window I can't survive I know it have taken an allergy pill, but I started to ice roll in the morning. I don't know if you have an ice roller for your face, but it is the most amazing thing ever. 
really i have a jade roller where i usually mm. store it in like a freezer and yeah. use it that way too it's just yeah it's pretty much just like that i used to do that all the time but when i put the ice roller like on my eyes or even the jade roller too if you put it under your eyes when you have allergies in the morning it's the best feeling ever yeah i definitely have to try the ice roller i'm sure that's helping you a lot with your like redness around yeah the i i try i just got this like rosacea cream with like manuka honey and aloe vera and all those things in it so I'm trying that too but I'm like trying not to go crazy on products till my chemical peel is done so I have to wait 10 days to start using my normal skincare for right now it's just face wash moisturizer and sunscreen um Mm -hmm. but yeah and what moisturizer or sunscreen are you using I use Kiehl's I think that's how you pronounce it yeah the oil free and then for sunscreen I use from this brand called Coco Kind do you ever hear yeah I've heard of it yeah People yeah. love it. I, I personally really like it. Their ingredients are super clean. They also have this chlorophyll face mask that I used a really long time ago. And I kind of I got to buy it again. I like I'm so bad at spending money with skincare, but I got to buy it again <laughs> because it honestly helped so much. So I really yeah. liked Coco Kind, A Cure. I really like that's like a super clean brand as well. Um, but yeah, right now I'm using Zoskin. Have you ever heard of Zoskin? No, I haven't. It's, like, more on the pricey side, but I get it from my esthetician. So she gave me, like, all these products from there that they, like, sell at their esthetician office. So I'm just, like, trying those out, too, with my chemical peel. And then I kind of want to, like, focus on stopping my acne. And then once I focus on, okay, my acne is not coming on my face anymore, I'm going to focus more on, okay, now I need to brighten it and get rid of the redness. Because until my – Because if I don't do that, I feel like I'm just going to keep breaking out and it's going to be the same pattern. I'd rather just stop my body from breaking out by going on, you know, the medication and cleaning the way I Mm -hmm. eat. And then once I have scarring and rosacea, kind of just work on getting that off of my face. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, like, meanwhile, you should obviously you say you use SPF like literally every day. Yeah. Do you use that vitamin C serum? I used to. I haven't used it in a while because of my peel. Like, I haven't put any serums on or anything. But I think I might buy the Drunk Elephant one because I'm not crazy. I don't even know what brand the one I'm using is. But, yeah, I feel like if you're going to do vitamin C, I have to do, like, a more luxurious one. Yeah, so the Drunk Elephant, like, um, what I suggest you do is they basically sell, like, a duo where the they sell, like, the mini size of the vitamin C and the B-Hydra. Mm-hmm. And if it's like since it's your first time going to try it, I really recommend you buy that small set. It's it's so cheap, like $28, but I mean, it's really small. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, but you get a good use of it. Like, I think it will last you like at least, uh, you know, two months, I would say, every day oh. applying. Yeah. Uh, that would be like a good start just because like I told you, you know, like you might not like the texture of the vitamin of their vitamin C, but um. I personally, like, it worked very well on my skin with the results more than, like, the texture or the smell. or So I I, I definitely recommend, like, you try that. And the Behydra also gives you, like, um, like a good cons- – like, it changes the entire consistency of the vitamin C because it spreads nicely on the skin. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Maybe I'll look into the vitamin C then because, yeah, I think I definitely need a lot of brightening and, and everything. Yeah, and honestly, like, if I were you, I would use it at the same time just because, 
using you know using vitamin C in the meanwhile is also going to help with your acne. It's going to help you achieve the minimum, like the most minimal um, hyperpigmentation you can get post you know post treating your acne. If you get yeah. what I mean. Okay, interesting. I'll look into it for sure. Yeah. Um. Also, I've used like a different vitamin C serum from La Roche Posay, and mm-hmm. I really like that. You know, that was um. I would say that that spreads really nicely. Um, it just oxidized like toward the end, but um, you know, overall, like it was a good texture. It was it would glide on the skin. It wasn't like, yeah a weird texture, but um, I didn't like see significant results uh with the acne scars as I did from the by using like the drunk elephant vitamin C serum. Mm-hmm. But it's also like a good, um, you know, it's like a good vitamin C if like you're a beginner, you know, you have super sensitive skin, it's it's gentle on the skin and has like less percentage of vitamin C than the DE has. Yeah, I definitely have very sensitive skin, like because my rosacea and just it's so red. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I definitely have more on the sensitive side. Yeah, then for you, I would like tell you to try the La Roche Posay first because for me, like even the DE vitamin C it made me red mm-hmm. too, but like it goes away after your skin absorbs it. Okay. I also want to get your opinion on like treatments. So like I said, I'm in the middle of a chemical peel. I've done laser before. Kind of just your opinion on those type of treatments and also like Accutane and birth control, like if you think they could be too harsh or kind of when you should resort to options like that. So um, I've actually taken Accutane before and um, it was it was literally like a it was a huge life changing for me because. Mm. Yeah, I so here's the thing. It was it took re, it took me a long time to start it because yeah. one I had to convince my parents to let me take it cuz they were like we're, you know the side effects are tremendous. They're yeah, they're it's scary. Horrible. That's you know, why I'm scared it sounds, to go on it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds so scary, you know. The the main side effect that everybody will experience hands down is the extreme dryness. Mm-hmm. Like it literally stops the secretion of sebum everywhere in your body. Yeah. So that it's like just stops literally stops the proper functioning of your sebaceous glands everywhere. So you know if you if you were like the person to even like sweat on to have sweat under your arms that it stops that too. Or if you were to have like sweat on your palms stops that too. But um, like I told you, I reached a point where nothing was working out, literally nothing. Yeah. Um, I went to like different dermatologists and it was that kind of, it was around that age where like you really should be looking your best. You know, you have mm-hmm. you have a lot of friends. And like you said, you're standing there in the middle of the crowd, just literally being worried about your acne. And, exactly. you know, when you say hi to someone, it's like I've had this happen to me a lot of times, like they're like my acne catches their attention before my eyes I agree yeah I've definitely felt that before too yeah and like that like I wouldn't want anybody to feel you know that mental pain you know that's caused from just being around people and I'm not saying like yeah people can some people can be mean or you know some people wouldn't tell you their exact opinions or feelings but that doesn't matter like I'm here doing everything I can for myself and for my own like 
mental health or just my own glow let's say mm-hmm. you know so yeah I tried the spironolactone I it didn't work for me I didn't like it um my last resort was Accutane yeah so you know I after convincing my parents it just took a long time I started it and the dermatologist warned me that you know at first you're gonna have even more acne than you have now because it, it's basically called like a skin purging uh takes where, everything you know, out from the inside yes 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 exactly and uh, I was fine with it just because I knew like the I knew the end results and you know the way that uh medical providers really approach this treatment is very let's say it's very like safe and they're very like cautious of you reaching like let's say a bad point whether I'm have you heard of like you know it can affect your liver functioning yeah um your kidneys I heard fertility like depression all these things yeah so yeah the fertility was like the most and the liver I don't know I feel like all the side effects were just so like big you know yeah your liver is huge Mm -hmm. I mean literally controls everything in your body and yeah so with the fertility like the PA I was seeing, she she told me her own story and she, you know, she was like, honestly, like I've taken Accutane twice before in my life and right now I'm pregnant and I've already had a child and they're perfect, they're healthy, like thank God. And yeah, you know, I'm having a second one now. And um, you know, that kind of comforted me a little bit just because I'm literally speaking to a person who looks totally normal to me. Like she looks healthy and she has healthy kids. So mm-hmm. that helped. And also like obviously this should not be given or no woman who's trying to conceive or, you know, become pregnant should take this. Yeah. Not even in like course. within a year or so after treatment. Uh, because just because it's very teratogenic means like meaning you know the baby can literally be born with two heads or three arms or Mm -hmm. three legs like you know just really it's horrible like you should not be pregnant or you know try to conceive within that time yeah and you know if they're um if a patient was sexually active they'll even like make sure like you know, you either take birth control, like you gotta take birth control. And because there's like a, so there's a whole questionnaire, it's called I pledge program. And being on Accutane is a lot of work. Like it's literally a lot of work, not only like working within your body, but also like paperwork, insurance work, Mm -hmm. because they're very strict with this, you know, what's so-called the, you know, a dangerous um, medication is that they make you go through a program monthly. And basically, you sign into this I pledge program there at the office, and you answer questions and, you know, like, things such as, you know, you're not sexually active, um, you're abstinent, or you're on birth control, like whatever the form is. And, um, you know, just uh, asking a bunch of questions and how you're feeling and, you know, if there's any changes in your lab work and all that. And you submit that form. And they also, they have, like, this is by law, no matter if you're abstinent or anything, even if you're on birth control, like, it's by law that they have to obtain two Mm -hmm. forms of pregnancy tests. So that's monthly. So they do a urine test and they do a blood work. 
So, you know, obviously the blood work is a more accurate, um, gives more accurate results than the urine test. And mm-hmm. hence why they give both is first they do the urine test just so like your paperwork can go through, you can go pick it up at the pharmacy, all that. And then um, your blood work is also done and they do like a whole chemical panel and, you know, like um, CBC, like all that stuff, the liver function obviously pregnancy too to rule mm-hmm. out to make sure the patient isn't pregnant and it is scary like um I'm not recommending it to anybody nor am I you know suggesting it like I'm just telling my experience yeah I'm glad that you know I took it like I it helped me a lot it literally cleared my skin like I just reached a point where I didn't even have like one spot on my face where I like it wasn't red or I didn't have acne on it. It was just horrible. Like I needed it. It wasn't like, you know, like um like an extreme decision where I could have used something else and I did this. No, mm-hmm. I needed it and I took it. Um yes, you go through extreme dryness. You got to make sure you're hydrated all the time. Um uh, besides that, like you have to make sure you're moisturized like literally moisturized all day long you have to make sure you're not in the sun you're not under the sunlight away from the sun yeah um you know a big uh big moisturizer that helped me at the time I think it was like uh aquaphor like it literally I used like an emollient (laughs) yeah I swear (laughs) and um yeah and you know thank god like I didn't I didn't have any side effects uh you know, whether it was my liver or kidney functions or anything else, like, thank God for that. It was mainly just the dryness. And um, yeah, so I used it. And, you know, at the end, like, I was really, really happy with the results. It cleared my face for like, good amount of years. I used this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And then unfortunately, I broke out again, like I broke out again. And I had how many years later? I would say like three, four years later. Wow. Yeah. And that is not like a common case. And it's not rare either. Like it can happen. Most people like, you know, um, they just clear out for life and that's it. But Mm -hmm. um, for me, like I decided to go on it again, like a second round. Oh, wow. Yeah, like I, that was a very like, I don't know, like a brave decision, I would mm-hmm. say, you know, like, um, I, I was like, I'm gonna do a second round, obviously, like, I spoke with my dermatologist, and I spoke with a couple of people, medical professionals who, you know, they have seen patients, and they have prescribed it to patients for the second time, um, in their lifetime, and, you know, they didn't see like there wasn't nothing happened basically like they didn't have side effects besides the common dryness so yeah I went on it again but um I didn't it didn't work well with me the second time which was Mm. weird yeah so that was that I just went on it for like a couple months like maybe three four months the second round Mm -hmm. um but yeah so after that it's like I would just have like occasional acne and then during quarantines when my skin got really, really bad and and that's when I started even focusing more on skincare and that's when, you know, I opened my page, Derm Fanatic, and I was like, this is going to push me to 
you know, be consistent and it's going to motivate me to work on my own skin as well. Yeah, I agree. I think it's so crazy that after a few years, you started to break out because like you said, it's not a common case. I know the people I've heard that have been on Accutane or are on Accutane. It's like, they're like, oh, after I took it, I was just, that's it. I haven't broken out since. Like they'll get the occasional period pimple, but other than that, they don't get much. So I think that's so crazy. I know, like I didn't, you know, when I made the decision to go on it the first time, I thought like, that's it. My skin is going to yeah. clear up and I don't need to go through this again. But um, because so I really don't like taking oral antibiotics and <laughs> this is bad coming from me. Like I'm a PA student. Um, <laughs> it's just like, I hope my teachers don't listen to me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But um, it was just, you know, I had like side effects from it too. And I personally didn't, I don't know if you've tried oral antibiotics, but I didn't see any, you know, results from that. Yeah. I feel like you said you had like cystic acne, right? You, that's what you used to have. So I had like everything, but at first I, when I, when I was using the antibiotics, I had smaller acne, like more mm-hmm. like pustules. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I have obviously just texture redness and then I get the smallest little hormonal pimples but I'll get them like in all these different areas like if I didn't have rosacea redness or texture and I only had like pimples on my face I'd be the happiest person in the world I'd be like oh my god this is amazing like I only have like three whiteheads on my face but it's because Mm -hmm. of the texture that's so aggravating and something that makes me break out a lot too is the gym because of my mask so Every time I go to the gym, I come back into my car and I have three new pimples where my mask was. And I'm like, how did this literally happen in like an hour? Like, it's crazy how quick my skin changes. I know. Like the mask knee right now is just, you know, when quarantine first started too. like, remember when we used to wear the N95s, like Mm -hmm. everybody was just going crazy. Oh my God. I broke out so badly from these masks. Like especially around literally the elastic band that attaches to your face. It's like I yeah. had a line of cystic acne on both sides of my face. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, it's just so frustrating. Have you like tried switching your mask to like a cotton mask? I I, I want to get the satin ones. I think those are supposed to be good for acne. I use like these like washable I use the skims ones but I like wash them when I use it and then I use like the reuse like the disposable ones I guess the ones that are normally blue I get the black pack and I if I go to the gym I wear a new one every single time that I go like I don't wear the same one ever so mm-hmm. I switch that up but I think I want to get like a satin or silk mask because that's apparently supposed to be a lot more gentle on your skin so I kind of want to get like three and then like wear them and then just wash it when I'm done and I don't put yeah. makeup on so like it's not like my makeup like gets stuck inside of it and then I'm putting that back on. Like I never wear any makeup, especially because of the mask. Like even when I go to work, I work at a clothing boutique. I don't wear any makeup because I'm like, whoever sees me is going to see me with a mask on. Like I, exactly. I just like don't care to wear makeup. I never have. I think mm-hmm. because of my acne, I never wore makeup because it was just always so textured when I would try to cover it up with foundation that I was like, I just, there's no point of trying to put makeup on it. It's still going to look horrible. So I've never yeah. was like a makeup person. So I try to like stay away from that and just really focus on skincare. Um, I'm 20. I just started getting into skincare like a few months ago. I started to be like, okay, I need to buy products and invest in my products and like do a, the whole morning to night like routines. 
Yeah, I really recommend you do that. Like, wow, you're 20. You're so young. <laughs> How old did you think I was? I mean, I thought you were like 21, 22. Mm, I'll be 21 in June, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the mask is, um, so currently, it depends where I'm going, okay? So, you know, if I were to go to the gym, which which is literally, like, probably once a month on a good day, <laughs> I need to fix that. But, yeah, yeah. I started using, like, a organic cotton mask and that helped a lot it helped a lot better than you know using like the disposable ones and yeah it's, it's funny you mentioned the silk mask I like five days ago I ordered um like 200% mulberry silk masks mm-hmm. they haven't come in yet I'm still waiting for them I'm excited to try them because um they're hypoallergenic and they should be very good for like acne or sensitive skin in general yeah yeah, that's what I need. I feel like the mask. I go to the gym like five, six times a week. So when I go, and I haven't gone, I sprained my back. I think I told you that like I sprained it. So I've been going to the chiropractor. So this whole week I haven't gone to the gym, and I'm mm-hmm. already seeing my skin getting better. And I'm, it's just so aggravating because I'm like, okay, so like going to the gym is making me break out. So I can't have the best of both worlds of like being fit yeah. and having good skin. <laughs> I know. And, you know, personally, like, that's a personal decision. But for me, it's like when um, before it was summer, I didn't want to go to the I really didn't want to, like, just have a membership at the gym just because I knew I wasn't going to go. And I prioritize my skin over anything nowadays. Yeah. So I like didn't. And then I, I would do like some home workouts, like, you know, like once every two weeks or whatever. And um but right now, it's, like, whenever I try to, like, get some activity in, I would just go walking outside. Or mm-hmm. I do have a membership. I go some occasionally. But yeah. I'm literally waiting for, you know, this whole mask situation to just be Yeah, I do wish it was, like, outdoors. I know some gyms, like, do, like, not – I don't know if they do it in Jersey. But these girls I follow on TikTok, their gym is, like, half outdoors so that you don't have to wear a mask in certain areas. Which I wish mm-hmm. I've been trying to like go on walks and like doing ab- whatever I can do with my back problems right now. I tried to do because I'm like summer so close. I have to like be on top of this. Um, right. But at the end of the day, like I, I do miss lifting. Like I genuinely love like squatting and lifting and playing with the weights at the gym. So I do miss it. So I yeah. would prioritize that over. OK, I'd rather break out and be at the gym. Um, OK. But yeah. Yeah. See, like um then you should probably start using like a silk mask and Mm -hmm. I'll let you know how it works for me. It should be coming in soon. Yeah, definitely let me know. Um, Is there anything else you want to touch on listeners know? Yeah, so I just like want to mention like a couple few other ingredients that I really recommend for, you know, just a regular, not only acne prone, even if, you know, you have, dull skin or congested pores you should definitely use like glycolic acid as well Mm -hmm. or azelaic acid I'm not sure if you've used it but that's very helpful for rosacea too oh interesting I never have actually yeah azelaic acid I know the ordinary they have like a like a solution I'm not sure if it's a cleanser or like a like a serum type of thing but Mm -hmm. that actually like medically treats rosacea like that's even you know taught to us on like to prescribe that to patients so Mm -hmm. um it really helps with inflammation acne scars like it prevents like comedones from you know just make an appearance on your skin Mm -hmm. um and the glycolic acid is very very beneficial too because 
it exfoliates the dead skin cells that are literally like laying there on our skin. And uh, you're saying you're going like you're doing a chemical peel now. That's very good. Um, you know, before I started using, I haven't used like chemical exfoliants other than, you know, two years ago. And yeah. I found a huge difference. Like my skin would look brighter. My hyperpigmentation would decrease by the day because mm-hmm. literally, and the glycolic acid is an AHA. So it's like the smallest type of um, smallest molecule type of AHA. Basically, it, it can it can penetrate your skin and just gives you like a, like a really good glow, like healthy, just exfoliates your dead skin cells. Um, yeah, the drunk elephant is my favorite from that. I actually just bought like a second one. It's it's kind of mm-hmm. pricey, but it's worth it. Yeah, definitely worth it. Um, the ordinary, they also have it. It's just very, very strong. So mm-hmm. I don't think you should use it personally, just like because you're saying you have rosacea and sensitive skin, it can be it, it can burn like it can be very like, um, just harsh on the skin on certain skin types yeah and um yeah that's it like um i'm not sure if you're using retinol or if anybody else like wants to start on any retinol creams you know Mm -hmm. it's uh it's always good to start slowly and gradually increase the amount of retinol or the amount of days you use it for yeah Um, right now like for if you're first starting I would say use it once or twice a week if you have sensitive skin apply your moisturizer and then apply the retinol on top just so you can have like a hydrating film on your Mm -hmm. skin can protect it from irritating it um retinol can cause skin purging uh what the basically the most gentle like retinol brand I've tried is the glow recipe they're avocado sleeping mask retinol sleeping mask that was very gentle on the skin so I really like that right now is I alternate between glycolic acid and retinol obviously you can't mix them up and use them at the same time Mm -hmm. and um, other than that you know just wear your SPF it really helps with your um, current acne or future acne scars if you were to get hyperpigmentation obviously it literally prevents cancer so oh wow everyone should use um spf Mm -hmm. yeah she told me to use my retinol once a week with a moisturizer like 10 days after my peel and then so i'm gonna start using that i'm also gonna start using the vitamin c i can't wait to like get back into my skincare after my chemical peel because when you you're in your peeling obviously you're not supposed to like go harsh with products um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm going to be adding retinol and vitamin C serum onto my face once I'm done with the chemical peels. So I'll definitely text you like results yeah. and how it went and everything. Yeah. I love that. Text me update. I always get like texts from my friends, you know, showing me before and after pictures. Mm-hmm. So, and if anybody has any questions, you know, they can always reach out to me, um, DM me. Yeah. We'll leave Josephine's Instagram in the description so that you guys can DM her. Um, And I'm also going to link some of her favorite skincare products down below so you guys can shop them. Don't be afraid to reach out to her to any questions and check out her Instagram. I want to thank you for coming on. This was such a good informational episode. I definitely needed this, like to needed to hear everything. I'm super into skincare. So it was so fun. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. You know, I love joining in and talking to you about it and Obviously, you can tell it's my passion. I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't think I stopped talking. I no, I love it. I love having people on that know what they're talking about and love what they're talking about because that's how we're gonna get the best advice. 
Yes, 100%. And, you know, always like um, everybody's going to go through trial and error. So just yeah. make sure you test out products before you apply it all over your face. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So thank you again for being on. I will definitely text you and update you. Um, Make sure you DM me the products. I'll put them in the description. And don't forget to check out Josephine's Instagram, Derm Fantastic. Wait, what is it? Derm Fanatic. Derm Fanatic. Yep, you got it. Derm Fanatic will be in the description. Thank you so much and hope um, it was good for you all. Thank you. Have a a good Easter in case I don't talk to you. Like three days. You too. Happy Easter. Bye. Bye.